Authority123.com brings you Authority Nation Season 2 Stories of Impact. Super excited to be with Matt Billington here today from Agency X. Welcome to Authority Nation Season 2. Thank you. Good to be here. Matt, this season is all about stories of impact. Let's, let's get straight into it. Tell me a story of someone that impacted your life profoundly. Yeah, so I would probably go back to 2018. I was coming out of high school, and as you do when you're 18, you have no experience of the real world or what it's like. And I was looking for my next big challenge. I'd just wrapped up running my young enterprise company at the time, which had evolved from a school project to a fully fledged business selling retail and media all around the world. And decided I just didn't want to do it anymore. I wanted to be a kid and go out and have parties and get drunk and do silly things. Uh, So I was looking for my next big challenge, but knew I wanted to stay sort of tapped into that entrepreneurship, impact generation. That's what fueled you. Yeah, That's what fueled me, the drive that needed to have something behind me. So... Um, the year previous, I was in America with the Young Enterprise Scheme on a on a trip and met a young man. Oh, wow. I say young man, he was older than me, but met a young guy, Jake Miller, um, who many people will know, mm. um, who was the founder of Unfiltered. And um, so when I was looking for kind of what the next challenge was, I um, was at dinner with a friend and he'd posted on Instagram that he was looking for an executive assistant to come and join the business. They'd, they'd basically just done a big reshift. The, one of the directors had left, kind of all the staff they'd got rid of and they were restarting basically and he was looking for a young person to come in full of energy to kind of just give it a go and I reached out to him and said is this something I could do I don't know much but could I try and he texted me back within 10 minutes and went if you want it the job's yours I said yes he put the pulled the job ad down and I started a week later it it was that easy it was that easy within a week I was in the office uh working they were based in uh New York at the time so I was I'd sort of joined and operated by myself but I sort of refer back to that as kind of the big catalyst for everything I do today. So yeah, yeah. After working there for sort of two years and ended up becoming chief customer officer and, and looking after. And just for just for context, yeah. people that don't know, what did Unfiltered do? Yeah, so we were a yeah. global education startup. Uh-huh. So we traveled the world interviewing business leaders like Richard Branson, founder of Zoom, founder of all these big global businesses, um, with the with the main goal of giving that information out to the world for free to teach people how to grow, scale, and build their own businesses, essentially. Wow, feel, um, good, feel good product. So we yeah. did that through interviews. If, if you know Masterclass, yeah, 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 we were yeah. essentially before Masterclass. Ah. So David, um, the founder of that, was a good friend of ours. They started it off the back of that. Um, but a similar kind of mode, but more for teaching people how to run their own business and build and grow. And, and yeah. just, I don't want to uh, you know, digress too much from the story, but how did the business model work? Was it just on YouTube and then they made their money from ads? No, or? so it was a freemium model. So we, we were originally paywalled. So it was like $10 a month to access the content. Right, got and it. then okay. decided one day, literally pretty much decided one day, why are we charging people? Like this content's too good. We shouldn't be gatekeeping this. Okay. So completely removed the paywall and said, you know what, for the next six months, anyone can access it in the world. Just go hard, learn as much as you possibly can. And then off the back of that, we started to build our direct B2B kind of platform, which went a lot deeper. We chunked up, we had, I think, interviews with about 400 different business leaders. And we spent weeks on weeks on weeks on months of the two of us, myself and one of the other co-founders sitting in an office, 
cutting every video up into three minute sections and two minute sections and right. writing blurbs and so you would categorize hey if you want to learn the specific here are all the so if you want to learn marketing for small to medium sized business yeah. in the education space we had a video for you yeah um, and so we kind of categorized that okay. took people on a journey essentially kind of from early stage all the way through to venture capital all the way up to managing and growing large scale teams so there was something in there for everybody okay um, and then we're working on you know accreditation on the back end and kind of building it into something something bigger as kind of a learning platform okay. so micro credentials were a big thing we we're sort of trying to get on that buzz right right um and then yeah was there for about two years and then when i left that one of a very very good friend of mine lisa king from founder of eat my lunch and now af drinks um was a partner of ours at unfiltered and i went to take some time off when i left and she called me a week later and went i've got someone who wants a job i don't want to do it can i intro you I went, yeah, sweet, I'll have a conversation. And then a week later, she calls me and she goes, I've got another one, can I send it your way? And within about four weeks, I had about 50 hours worth of work under my belt a week and I was full into, into the world and freelanced for about a year and then started what I'm running now. And I've been doing this for sort of the last three years, but Amazing. I sort of look back at it and when I met Jake, complete stranger, yeah. and it sort of completely changed the trajectory of my life, what I do now, all my friends who I, who I know, who I work with, yeah. that was sort of the, the, the trigger point for, for me building what I do now. You guys were close. You'd talk daily basis. You sort of yeah. thought of him as a mentor, yeah? Yeah, for the two years that I worked for him, we were like family, like the, wow. the, the crew of us. Yeah, like I knew, I, I still know his mum really well, um, siblings. Um, yeah, we were, we were super close. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then as I sort of left, things sort of fizzled out as they normally do and, mm -hmm. and, and sort of things happen. But um, yeah, I mean, still, even when I left, held a lot of respect for him. And even to this day, unfortunately, um, he's not with us anymore. Um, yeah. But... Uh, you know, still immense amount of respect and love for, for him and everything he ever did for me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Holds awesome. a very special place in my heart. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful story, mate. Welcome to episode three of Authority Nation season two. It's a lot of numbers. I'm sitting here with Chris White from Rise Wellness. Thanks for joining us, mate. I know we're here for storytelling, stories of impact, mm. uh, but I can't wait to see what unfolds, mate. Your mind is freaking insane. It's a machine. <laughs> um, mate, tell me a story of someone that impacted your life. Oh, that's easy. My granddad. <sighs> Do, do, I need, do I need some tissue for this, man? I, I, uh, probably. This is possibly. It is yeah. powerful. Yeah. yeah. Tell me. Well, he's still with us, so I want to lay that out right wow. in the um, And he's in his 80s. But essentially, he's one of the key drivers in what makes me try and be who I want to be. Because mm. I've always looked up to him. And let me get really clear, he's a rogue. Like, the guy has lived an incredibly, incredibly interesting life. And in his younger years... Some of that was pretty questionable um, and makes for really entertaining stories. Um, but essentially, in spite of all that um, and some real difficulty that he, he went through as a kid, he's, he, you know, he ended up managing a group of builders on a building site, making a real go of life, having a family with three kids who've all made a real go of their lives. Um, and yeah, he's just a really inspiring bloke in the simplest of ways. Um, mm. So yeah, my granddad. Yeah, yeah, rock. Rock, yeah. rock of your life, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back at it again, Authority Nation Season 2. I'm uh, sitting here with the amazing, the incomparable Elias Canaris, international speaker and author. Thanks for coming in, man. Hey, my pleasure to be here. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Let's kick off straight away with a story of impact, someone that has impacted your life profoundly. 
Well, I'm going to go back. Can I go back in time? Yeah, 100%. Okay. We've got a time machine here. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Go back to September the, first, no, September the 11th. 2001 wow okay. so there i was flying from london heathrow to chicago and talk about people that impacted my life i'll start off with captain uh, captain mike so captain mike ballard was the pilot on united airlines flight ua 929 who halfway through the flight turns around and says ladies and gentlemen can i first reassure you there's nothing wrong with the airplane However, there's been a significant impact in the USA and Federal Aviation Authority has shut down all international airspace. We're going to divert to a place called Newfoundland, Canada. Can you imagine it? You're in the middle of a flight and all of a sudden you have no idea what's going on around you. Talking about impact, here's a person who impacted our life, who, who made us feel safe in a time that we later found out was one of the craziest in the world, where literally the world stopped in a heartbeat. That day, we all know it as 9-11. If we go forward in time on that flight because you guys wouldn't have known what had happened. Was it when you landed that you found out, hey, this is, you know, you would have seen the footage on the TV and all the rest of it? Oh. But like in the airport or were no. they planned it on the airport? No, no you wish, you wish. Uh, yeah. Kevin, Kevin, this is pre-social uh, media, pre-in-flight uh, yeah, Wi-Fi, pre-smartphones. Yeah. Yeah. We had no idea what was going on. Honestly, first thought that ran through my mind was that maybe somebody had assassinated the US president because wow. we had no other information apart from what Captain Mike told us and then that was quickly followed by a second thought more sinister that maybe somebody dropped an atomic bomb on u.s soil wow that's when i arched past uh, looked through you know the the window past my fellow business class uh, business class passenger to see was there a mushroom cloud out there but only after we landed touched down one of 38 airplanes that landed in gander international airport a town that woke up 9,300 for breakfast Within two, three hours, 38 planes, 7,000 plane people. Amazing. Had to cater yeah. 16,000 for supper. That's when he turned around and started to share with us and piped in the BBC World Service. So we didn't see anything. And then we were stuck on the plane for 24 hours before they disembarked us and allowed us to leave. Oh, so you weren't allowed to leave the plane? No. No, all, all we had was the BBC World Service. That was our truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we had to really rely on that to give us... So, okay, so you were talking radio and, yes. and you were able to tune in and that the news came through, yeah? Yep. So when you took off again, like I can only imagine, you're thinking, are we going to be safe now? Or, you know, is there someone on our plane? Or are we going to get shot down? Or what's going to happen? What was your destination? We got, I was going to Chicago in the States. Okay. Uh, uh, I originated from Heathrow. I wish, because I, I was in denial, to be honest. Yeah. I really thought, Kevin, a couple of hours layover, short layover, then we'll be back in the air. Yeah, yeah. But 24 hours in the plane, on the tarmac, followed by a further four days with the Salvation Army. Yeah. Because again, how do you know what's happening? Your whole world's gone crazy. Uh, we were told by Captain Mike and his crew on a daily basis, we're doing updates, we're doing checks. We're going doing background checks on every single yeah. passenger. That, so when, when you're born in <clears throat> Libya with Greek parents, you speak Arabic, you think, oh, good. <laughs> I, I'm number one on the, on the checklist. Yeah, mm. far out, yeah. 
That's all we have today. If you haven't subbed yet, visit authority123.com and get notified when the next episode drops. And just remember, like, while you're out there yeah. doing your own thing this week, next week, you influence people. You have the power yeah. to impact someone's life. Keep an open heart and an open mind. Until the next one, take care. Hard.